Happy Monday, Seattle hockey fans. We have plenty to talk about on this episode of Locked on Kraken. We went to overtime with Colorado, couldn't quite get the win, but let's talk about what we did like in that game. And then, of course, there was the skills showcase over the weekend. All that and more on this Monday episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Now, this episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more by visiting FanDuel.com backslash Locked on today to get started. So more on FanDuel, more on sports overall, but let's get started by talking about the game against Colorado. We did lose overtime shootout. What did I like about this game? Phil Grubauer had another amazing performance and he didn't get injured while playing his former team. I also personally loved that Donnie boy, Ryan Donato, got a goal in this game. He got the lone goal in regulation for the Seattle Kraken, so I liked that. This was a tight game. I think we are starting to see the Seattle Kraken get their legs back. We're starting to see them adjust a little bit to some of the roster changes that they've had to make. We know that uh, Schwartz, Jaden Schwartz, is out undisclosed injury. Uh, Justin Schultz is out. We lost Andre Burakovsky. So no, uh, it's not really a revenge game because he came over to us in free agency, but Andre Burakovsky didn't get a second bite at the Colorado apple. If you will, he is injured and we'll hear uh, or we'll talk about a piece from Jeff Baker regarding Burakovsky's injury and the like. So it's been a tough stretch. I do think the Seattle Kraken have been fatigued in the last handful of days uh, or games, I should say, but we have some rest coming up. Um, We take on the Vancouver Canucks on Wednesday, so we'll definitely be talking about that later. Um, But overall, a solid game. Maybe not what we wanted, which of course is a win because then we could have kept Uh, in the running for first place, but it it didn't transpire that way. And you know what? That's just fine. Let's take a look at what we saw here in this game. Now, face-off percentage, it's not something that I usually focus on, but I am going to be keeping a keen eye on face-off percentage as the Seattle Kraken move forward. We did win the face-off battle against Colorado. You see the shots on goal were even at 27. Neither team was able to convert on the power play, but were able to push aside everything 
on the penalty kill. Uh, hits is also something, you know, I don't really focus on too much. So, you know, what was really the difference in this game? If you look at the goal that Alex Newkirk, New Hook, excuse me, scored in the second period, that was really a goal where Philip Grubauer made two fantastic saves. And you know me, I'm going to break down defense. There are two things that I noticed that really led to Newhook being able to find the loose puck and pop it over the shoulder. I believe it was glove side of Philip Grubauer. The first, the first, the first is Maddie Beniers. Maddie Beniers comes in on this right after the second point blank save by Philip Grubauer. He comes in, but he overskates the puck. Those things happen. Um, it's hard for me to get really worked up over over skating a puck, um, as it's bouncing around as your goaltender is making multiple saves. I guess if I wanted to be nitpicky and I, I do get nitpicky at times, what I would have liked to see perhaps instead of going for the puck is for Maddie Beniers to body up in front of net. Now, not only did Maddie Beneers not body up, but Daniel Sprong was late and he didn't notice that Newhook was unmarked until after Maddie Beneers overskates the puck, after Philip Grubauer, who was in pretty good position. I just recently was watching, I don't know if it was on YouTube or it was some video where I was learning the difference, um, I guess from a hockey perspective, because it's pretty intuitive, but. Um, like I think of basketball a lot, but you learn the difference between being center to the point of attack or where the shot is coming from and then being squared up. So right now I'm center. If you were those of you on YouTube, I'm center, but my shoulders are pointed out almost as if I'm taking like a, a photo, right? You know how they make you turn your shoulders, but your head is looking at the camera. I So I'm center right now to the camera, but I'm not squared up. So that exposes me at uh, the way I'm standing over my left shoulder in particular because I'm closed off to that left post, but also on the right side because, um, you know, I have to then push my shoulder forward to be square. Philip Grubauer was centered and he was pretty square, even though he had just made these saves. So listen. I know a lot of people just want to hate on Philip Grubauer, but from what I saw, I'll take another look at it. But he was center. He was pretty square. The only thing that if you had to nitpick is that Matty Beniers overskated the puck. And then again, Daniel Sprung was waiting to be sprung and didn't come and help in the defensive attack. Kind of puck watching. And it happened very fast. Um, but those are some of the things that I'd like to see the Seattle Kraken improve upon. You have to start attacking and bodying up. And Newhook was left open. He found the loose puck. And then not only did he find the puck, but he had the wherewithal to shoot high and across Philip Grubauer's body, who had just made two low block saves near post. And so if you think of it from a baseball perspective, because I used to be a baseball pitcher and catcher. And so a lot of times in baseball, if you attack the same area, I mean, everyone knows it, but you still, you try to trick the mind by going oppo. So if you're low and tight, low and tight, then you want to go opposite, especially in this case, because Philip Grubauer is scrambling to repossession himself as center 
and square to the attack, which is new hook. So, I mean, probably a little more technical than some of you would like, but that's really the difference in the game. I watched this game a little bit later. Uh, I had an impromptu work trip. So, you know, I'm catching bits and pieces of it here. I really think that the Seattle Kraken are, are on the other end of that fatigue. We heard Jared McCann talk about how he does feel that the team is contributing. We did see some opportunities in this game for the Seattle Kraken. One other thing that I noticed speaking about bodying up, I guess it was late in the third period, I believe, the Seattle Kraken had two opportunities. I think it was Sprung and Veneers again, and they went to attack offensively and open net on the far side, on the far post. But what did Colorado do? They bodied up. Now, I'd have to look at it again because both Sprung, <laughs> it was funny, they kind of fell in the same fashion. Both Sprung and Beneers end up on the ground. Um, you know, you can make hits. You can do that in men's hockey. In women's hockey, it's a little bit different. But, you know, either way, the Colorado Avalanche, essentially on what was a back check because both forwards had better positioning than the defense. They were closing out. They could have closed out the defense to knock in that puck like Newhook did. The defense bodied up. They found the body and they made a play. They made it difficult for Beneers and Sprong to get to that loose puck. Ultimately, both of them ended up sprawling and kind of like Superman gliding <laughs> just past the posts on, on either side. But, um, you know, I think overall Colorado has had a up and down season. I think it's fair to say. And I know over on locked on NHL, they've talked about that a lot more about injuries and about the, the, the players who have left like a Burakovsky, uh, you know, like a Nazem Kadri. And they've talked a little bit more about that. So definitely check on locked on NHL. That being said, you heard from Philip Grubauer after the game. You heard from Adam Larson after the game. Everyone knows that you want to play against the best. And right now, the Colorado Avalanche, they have rights to being the best. They are the reigning champions. So I think there was some grit. I think there was some piss and vinegar, a little bit, a little bit, that we saw in this game that's going to have to carry over. So coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I want to go over a little bit of what we saw roster-wise because, again, we have some injuries that we're nursing. So that means that players like Hayden, like Flurry, are popping into the lineup. We'll hear from uh, we'll hear from Hayden today on today's show, and then later we'll talk just briefly about the skills showcase that happened over the weekend. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Now, Athletic Greens is something that I use every day, and especially love to use on the road. And that's because I am a person who is on the go all the time. I'm in planes, you know, even just yesterday, last night, late flight. I'm tired. By the time I get to my connecting flight, we were late. I didn't have time to eat and all of this stuff. And, you know, people are coughing on the plane. And so your Im immunity is compromised. Your energy is compromised when you have all of these factors. And that's why I love Athletic Greens, because in one scoop and eight ounces of water, I get Get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to keep me healthy. 
Um, and that is huge because when you're traveling, you want to, at least I like to pack light. I don't like having the check bags and then have to worry about it not getting in the right place. So if I can pack light and not have to have uh, a tincture here and, you know, some supplements there and, you know, all of these things or buy them on the road, which gets super expensive. And one of my favorite things about the Athletic Greens product is that the founders know how expensive it can be upwards of a hundred dollars a day to keep healthy and to take control of your nutrition and particularly your gut health. That's why Athletic Greens will cost you less than $3 a day. So you can substitute your coffee or in my case, tea habit, really more so kombucha habit, and get everything that you need. Again, those 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And to make things even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a one free year supply of the immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily insurance. Thank you as always for making Locked on Crack and a part of your daily routine. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. I've contributed to the Seattle Kraken before they even had a name. And as part of their reveal, I have been published in the New York Times, Sports Illustrated, and also have called an NHL game. That's right. It was the Colorado Avalanche. They fell to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, at Prudential Center last year on International Women's Day. I'm also a a um, commentator for the Premier Hockey Federation, which is the Women's Pro League. And you can catch me bi-weekly as part of our Women's Hockey Spotlight segment over on the Locked On NHL show. We're going to have Commissioner of the Premier Hockey Federation, Reagan Carey, on Friday's episode. We'll also have a little teaser on Locked on Kraken later in the week. And Reagan Carey is going to get us ready for the Premier Hockey Federation All-Star Showcase that is happening in Toronto this coming weekend. And speaking of a showcase, later on the show, we're going to talk about the Seattle Kraken Skills Showcase. But right now, let's get into, again, some of the lines that we saw for the Seattle Kraken. I am not going to pull this up for you, but we're going to talk through it. Um, because we have those injuries. Burkowski was a scratch. We have, again, Schwartz, Schwartz and Schultz, excuse me. So two forwards, a defender out. So at the top, you actually had Daniel Sprung uh, scratch in as the left winger with Beneers and Eberly. Then on the second line, we had on the left wing, Ryan Donato, Wenberg, and Jared McCann. McCann-Donato partnership, uh, Donato's, Goal was unassisted. Actually, he created that opportunity by pinching in. Really love to see that. Then you had Ellie Tolvanen on the left wing with Yanni Gord and Oliver Bjorkstrand and Brandon Tanev, Morgan Geeky, and John Hayden. John Hayden comes up from uh, Coachella Valley, and we're actually going to hear from him right now. He's talking about just coming up to the team, what's it been like for him, and the like. So here is John Hayden talking immediately after the loss to Colorado. Well, John, quite a game to jump back into the NHL lineup. And uh, what's the biggest adjustment that you have to make when you're coming into a game like this? Um, I think the, the, all the players are actually 
super welcoming, first of all. Um, spent a lot of time with them during camp, so it was a pretty easy transition. Um, and I've played in this role before, so um, I know the, the job description. When did you find out that you were going to be playing today? Uh, it was pretty late, um, so I was just told to stay ready all day, so I just prepared as if it was. You had a couple of great chances and some big plays. What was it like to hear the crowd just yell for you in here? Yeah, um, I got a sense for the crowd last year playing here, um, and then in preseason. Um, I think that's a, the crowd's a big part of why this team's been so successful, so it's a fun environment. There goes Hayden. I love how at every turn he's basically like, yeah, you know, I'm not new. I've been here before, which I love. You know, he also did talk about that. He had to get ready in a quick hurry. Um, you know, again, we heard from Dave Haxel before the game that a lot of things were going to be a game time decision. We did see Burakovsky uh, as part of the pregame skate. Um, I think a little bit of that was just trying to maybe keep Colorado and maybe some of the media on our toes. But either way, uh, Hayden into the lineup um, and opportunities. I mean, the fact that Ryan Donato and Daniel Sprung, I know we talk about the PTO story all the time, but it's fantastic. You know, the fact that these guys had to find their way onto the roster um, and it wasn't guaranteed. And now they're able to play these top minutes. Ryan Donato scoring three goals, what in his last two games. And that's only what I can remember off the top of my head. So, you know, I just love that. I love that story, but let's hear what, uh, what Jeff Baker has to say in an article entitled crack and emerge from arduous stretch confident their NHL contenders. And he speaks to Jared McCann in this story. Jared says, quote, we've had a lot of games here of late and I feel like we've handled them pretty well. Uh, obviously we had a great road trip and there, uh, and there is a little slip up in the last couple of games, but we're feeling good and feeling confident. I think you're starting to see the confidence come back. Colorado, a good indi indicator, excuse me, the New Jersey Devils game. Also, hello to the New Jersey Devils fan in the comments. You felt that the Devils didn't play well. I thought you looked pretty solid. But really having to grind it out, I'll give you that. But either way, thank you for the win, and we'll see you next month. Anyway, the Kraken um, have all four lines buzzing is something else that Jared McCann has been saying. But also in this piece, Jeff Baker talks about how banged up the Seattle Kraken are. This is what he said um, about Burakovsky. Missed Saturday's game, a late scratch after partaking in the pregame warmup. Burakovsky appeared to take a slash on his wrist or hand in Thursday's morning skate, but still played that night and scored the winning goal in overtime. Thank you, Andre Burakovsky. Jaden Schwartz missed his fifth straight game for undisclosed reasons. Coach Dave Haxel said after Saturday's morning skate, he'd love to have a nightly lineup consistency, especially on defense, because again, Justin Schultz also out of the lineup quote, but that's not a reality. We're on the back of a schedule right now where since shortly after Christmas, we're 14 games in 25 days. So the reality of it is uh, you're not going to have a full healthy roster as you go all the way through all the more reason that you have to get good contributions and pretty solid games from Kale Flurry, who made it into the lineup, who takes uh, Schultz's place. 
reports Jeff Baker and, of course, uh, John Hayden coming into the lineup, as well as when you get Sprung moving up and Donato moving up in the lineup. Um, this was another good game for Grubauer. Jeff Baker uses the term revenge game again. I'm not sure that was ever really a thing. Also, he's had a fair chance for a revenge game, um, but it was a solid game. In his last two, three starts, excuse me, um, Philip Grubauer has stopped 85 of 91 shots in three games, writes Jeff Baker. He's won one and one and has a save percentage of 914. That was against Buffalo, a 931 against Tampa, and a 963 against the Colorado Avalanche. So again, people, be nice to Philip Grubauer. He is not the problem. I don't know why the guys can't give him goal support, but that's maybe something that we have to get figured out. Some other notes that Jeff Baker puts in here, Kraken defenseman Vince Dunn saw his franchise record nine-game point streak end in Saturday's contest, and he had a chance. I, was it in overtime or regulation, but he kind of whiffed on the shot. Ugh, that was tough. So his streak is snapped, but hopefully we'll see him get back on track. The Kraken entered Saturday's game having not surrendered a power play goal to Colorado in their past three meetings. They'd gone nine for 11 in killing penalties against Colorado and quickly fended off two more in Saturday's first period, the only penalties they took in the game. I love that we're seeing a little bit more discipline. Also talked about the power play for both teams, or excuse me, the penalty kill for both teams in the last segment. Coming up on Locked on Kraken, Let's talk a little bit about the skills showcase and then take you over to an NHL article entitled Veneers and Kraken Growing Up Fast Together. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by our new... Our new sponsor, FanDuel. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in the United States, and that is the one and only... FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, you can join today and get started with a $150 in free bets, guaranteed, when you place the first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com backslash locked on. FanDuel has your favorite bets from the money line to the point spread to player props. Plus, you even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay. So I like that we're moving to a different model, especially one where we can also get in on some women's sports. You know, I'm all about that. So, and if you're a football fan, this is a really great time to get involved with FanDuel because they are the official sportsbook partner of the NHL. So don't forget to place your first $5 bet to get a $150 in free bets, win or lose. That's at FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. Hey, thanks as always for listening to Locked on Kraken, making us a part of your daily routine. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. We're going to get you out of here quickly. But first, let's talk about the skills 
the skills, thrills, and smiles, as Bob Condor put it, over the weekend as Team Drieger and Team Donskoy participate in the Seattle Kraken Super Skills Showcase. And that is where the Seattle Kraken roster is split into two teams. This time, Drieger once again looking to... Uh, defend his title from last year. Last year, we had the two goalies, so it's Team Grubauer, Team Drieger. This year, Team Drieger, Team Donskoy. I'm I'm really glad that they invo- involved Jonas Donskoy. He's been injured all season. We haven't heard from him, haven't gotten any updates. I think uh, two episodes ago, I talked that he's still month to month, both Drieger and Donskoy, technically, but we really haven't gotten any updates on Donskoy. But it was all smiles, Jonas, and McCann had his uh, his fur baby cheddar. There were just so many smiles. Yanni Gord once again brought his daughter. It was it was a good time. So the three on three finale, the trophy went to Team Drieger, second year in a row. Um, Daniel Sprong won the shooting accuracy contest, um, and you know Morgan Geeky put on another show. He won the speed event for the second straight year. Um, so, you know, it was good. I love this quote from um, from Morgan Geeky, who, of course, had a lot to say about his Mario Kart skills. Um, so Morgan Geeky hammered, this is what uh, Bob Condor writes, he hammered a 100 mile per hour shot on his first of two attempts and outdid himself with 104.8. A lot of people liked that we saw Nick Olchek um, demonstrate how to do the accuracy shot. Um, Geeky goes, I took last year's first place finish with a grain of salt. Thanks. Thank um so, excuse me, Geeky said, I took last year's first place finish with a grain of salt. Today was lots of fun. I do think there's a little bit of a trick to it. If you shoot lower, it registers a little better than higher. I've heard that a few times. I've been to a few skills competitions on the women's side. That's what I hear. Um, and he says, you know, he didn't really think he had it. He thought that Kale Flurry really came out. Um, but... Um, we also see that Geeky helped Team Drieger win the breakaway challenge. Team Donskoy won the relay race. Um, Brandon Tanev scored in three on three. So this was a lot of fun. Also loved that we saw Piper Shaw. We saw Everett Fitzhugh, Allison Lucan. I mean, all the friends of the show engaged. As I mentioned, Nick Olchek. Just a really, really good time. Um, Chris Drieger, there's this great photo of him kissing the trophy. We know, uh, that's a thing people do in sports. Always kind of weird to me. Anyway, this is what Drieger had to say after the win. I'll tell you what, people didn't think this team could do it. That is repeat. They didn't believe in us, but we proved today we have what it takes. Congratulations to team Drieger, but also let's talk about another opportunity to see some skills put to the test. And that's when Maddie Beneers goes to South Florida to represent the Seattle Kraken at the 2023 NHL All-Star Weekend. I will be there in Florida doing some activations, a little bit more on that. But Michigan, uh, University of Michigan, uh, one-time skater Maddie Beneers, native of Massachusetts, will head to Florida. And it's going to be a good time. And um, this is what 
Jordan Eberle had to say about Matty Beneers. I think the confidence he plays with on the ice as he, at a young age is impressive. His skating ability, I mean, there's a lot to like. My job as a winger for him is just to try and get him the puck in situations where he's able to use his skill, get open for him, and obviously his shot, try and find him. Uh, Matty Beneers has been playing a little bit of a different role, so I like that Eberle says he's still trying to look for Matty, and I would love to see Matty score some more goals here as we go on. But essentially, um, a lot of people have a lot of great things to say about Matty Beneers, including Providence hockey coach Nate Lehman, who coached Matty Beneers for the U. 18 team. I think he's a high, he's a very high work. He has a very high work ethic. Excuse me. Uh, he's moving his feet when he's around the puck a lot. I agree. His vision and his IQ are really good, but he can dog it. He can drive a line and dog it. And those are things that all translate. It's never been about the soft stick or skilled stick with Matt and finding open ice, things like that. He's the one who drives the line. I love this. That can be the first guy on the forecheck, the first guy back. He can transport the puck. He's the guy who's always been driving the line that he's on. Yes. I think not only does Matty Beniers drive his line, but he really injects energy into this Seattle Kraken roster. So overall, Matty Beniers is a key piece to the Seattle Kraken looking to make this run as true contenders. Now we didn't hold on to first place in the Pacific division after our last handful of losses, but you know what? That's okay. The Seattle Kraken are playing solid hockey. We're going to have to learn how to win these overtime shootout games. Those games against the devils, you know, would have liked to pick up the points outright in those games, but we didn't. And that's okay. Um, this is what Beneers had to say. I think we're playing well and winning a lot of games right now. It's a lot of fun, and it makes coming to the rink a lot of fun. Well, Maddie, you make covering the Seattle Kraken a lot of fun. You made it fun at Michigan. You made it fun in Beijing, which was a whole thing. So we're glad to have you. He's ours, um, and we hope it stays that way for many years to come. But that's our show, folks. Tomorrow, I told you that I had an interview with JT and we're going to have that on tomorrow's episode. And then, of course, Wednesday is a game day. We're going to get you ready. Ooh, Vancouver. Lots of news coming through Vancouver. We'll talk about that and more. But for now, remember to be kind to yourself and to each other. And, of course, we always hold fast. We stay true. And we root loudly. Let's go cracking. I'll see you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.